Truth Be Told podcast. I'm your host, Britt. And today we have episode number 51 with Lacey Hurt. Today we are talking about how to manage your time. Thank you so much for coming in today, Lacey. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day outside. How are you doing? It is lovely. It's actually starting to feel like fall in Houston. Um, I'm still not used to the weather. I don't know whether to come outside in shorts, a long sleeve <laughs> shirt, or some jogging pants. So <laughs> I so. hear you. We actually didn't have fall in Washington. It was straight from six, 76 degrees wearing shorts to about 19 degrees so it was one week wearing shorts the next week i'm bundled up in a jacket so oh so you're used to this type of weather yeah very (laughs) well that's awesome that's awesome um i'm glad to talk to you today i really miss you guys this is one of my book club members um that we were a part of a book club with sean crocs and i'm always shouting out sean because this community of people You guys are awesome. I still follow you. If I don't, I look for you. Like if I'm following somebody else, I'm like, oh, there go another one. Let me go ahead and follow them. So I'm just so honored to have you today on the show. Well, I'm honored to be here. I was really excited when you asked me to chat with you, especially about time management, because I am, I don't know how to describe it. Kind of like such a nerd about it because I'm discovering from Instagram reels that I have a neurodivergent brain. So I have to, yeah. So I didn't know it was not normal for your, wait, how do I want to say that? Like, there's always like three different songs going on. Like so many times my brain's like, Hey, we should Google this. We should Google this. And then, you know, you just, it's, easily distractible and i've had to work my whole life to like really get myself on a a good path of time management and to have a lot of systems in place and i'm excited to be able to chat with you about those i'm excited that you even told me that that was something that you had in place because you know it's the it's the fourth quarter guys we're about to go into a new year and um how to manage your time is definitely something great to talk about now if you struggle with it um me and Lacey are definitely gonna uh give you guys some pointers and i know there's some good ones that is my niche so when it comes to time management like i always like i used to do weddings so being project coordinator like yes that is just like i can do that with my eyes closed i love to coordinate something or manage something and so yeah we're going to go into all of that but before we do i want to know a little bit more about lacy what does lacy have going on right now guys um i know she's an entrepreneur and i know that she's doing some fabulous stuff i just seen you post um i love your picture i actually took your picture too to use as my thumbnail um the last oh, thanks because you look so awesome i was like look at lacy so let us know what you have going on in your life right now that you would like to share? Well, you know, I just got a new job. Funny enough that you say you're a project coordinator. I didn't know that. I was a senior project coordinator for 13 years and I just pivoted roles to a technology company. It is so cool because there's so much to learn. And I kind of got to a point in my last job where I was feeling a little stagnant. So I'm so excited to be in a place where I know nothing 
and learning because lifelong learning is what I'm yeah. passionate about. And I'm still working on my art. As you can see, just painted this violin and put some oh, Pacific Northwest art? moss behind it. Are you selling any of your pieces, Lacey? I, you know, I don't have any pieces right now except one sun catcher that's on Etsy. Yeah. I, it, my art kind of took a back seat while I was transitioning into a new job and learning. I had, I was doing my Lean Six Sigma Green Belt certification. So the summer was so busy that those things kind of had to take a back seat, but I'm getting back into it. So my Instagram is at Alchemy of Embers. If anyone wants to follow that, I will be putting some stuff out very soon. Yes. Thank you for sharing. I was actually going to ask you that next. Where can we find you at? Because I'm, I've always been a fan. I remember you telling us about your artwork when we was in book club. And I just want to let you know that is definitely a gift that God has gift, gifted you with. Um, well, so thank you. That, I yeah, so I'm I'm a fan. So as soon as I see you post anything or you know get back into it, I'm definitely gonna make sure I pick up something. Cause since I've moved, I've been trying to do better with like um, decorating. I suck at decorating, Lacey. Like I'll have a thousand. I feel like pictures. it's not my strong suit. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I have a thousand pictures everywhere, and then I was like, okay, I moved. I'm back in my little groove. I need to start decorating. So we started with the living room and, you know, downstairs and whatnot, and it's going. But, you know, I'm looking for different pieces. So your artwork just caught my eye in the background. So that's why I had to mention that. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, you know, I mostly do commissions, and that's why I haven't been good about posting stuff is because people from um, actually the book club hit me up for custom pieces and then those take up my time. So I'm more than happy to make you whatever you want. I would love to do that. I would be honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it. But you know that the reason why I wanted to talk about time management, because like I said, it is in the fourth quarter and people, some people struggle with time management. And when you think of how to manage your time or if somebody says time management to you, what is something that you can say to that person? Like, what is your definition of that? My definition of time management is there is no one system that's going to work for everybody. I know a lot of people out there are like, just put it in your phone, just put it in a planner. You got to find what works for you. And I really think you have to know yourself and be honest about who you are. Uh, for me, I have planners like the ones you write in mm -hmm. because the act of writing actually cements it into my memory. Right. Um, I'm not a person who can like Marianne. She is really great at intentional time blocking. I tried it and I was like freaked out by having every minute of my day scheduled. It just it just didn't work for me because mm -hmm. I, I get sidetracked with things that I have to do or things take longer or less time. And so I felt like I was doing a lot of changing. It's a great idea. Um, so for me, like just finding a system that works for you, that helps you make your schedule and remember that and just really committing to doing that. And some days you'll be better at it and some days you won't. You just have to give yourself grace. Oh, gosh. I love that. I love that you said the word grace. That's a big thing that I I live by grace. 
grace and mercy each and every day. Um, <laughs> some people are always like, you know, you got to put the footwork in. But I know that God plays a big part in in what we do on a day to day basis with that with that grace. Um, <clears throat> one thing for me that I've been doing um, that I wanted to share with you and, and see what you thought of is three C's that I go by when I'm talking about time management that helps me like and like you said a system is different for everybody but the three c's that i use Lacey, i use um clarity commitment and a calendar and clarity for me when you think of clarity like i'm just saying for you what does that mean like as far as it in details with time management like when you're trying to clarify something or do something, how does that help you? Being specific. If I got anything from book club, it was Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Totally changed my life. That was the first time I'd ever heard that once you get really specific with your goals, your brain, and I'm huge into neuroscience. I love it. When you get really specific and set a trajectory for your brain, it will do everything in its power to stay on that path. And then in the background, you can go about your day, but it will be seeking things in your in your orbit to, to fulfill that goal. So you should still be, of course, trying to do things to push that goal forward. But it's so cool to know that once your brain knows where it's going, it's already looking to see how you can get there and you just have to be cognizant of the signals and then take those and run. Oh gosh, I love how you said that. What made you get into neuroscience and like you said, you're a nerd. I love it too, but I didn't really understand it until I met you guys. Like I always say that, um, I didn't know what I was searching for. I didn't know what it was called. And then when we when I got into the book club and I started like, Sean started going through different things depending on what we were talking about or what book we were uh, digesting. I was like, you know, oh my gosh, this is real. Like, I always laugh about it because I told Rose when I um, interviewed her, I was like, I did not believe in the book club at first. And she laughed because yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm not thinking like, okay, yeah, think positive. It sounded cliche to me at first as far as just, you know, us coming on there and the way we were um, starting with our wins, our gains, and then actually just the way the brain works. It was just, it was just, it just like, it blew my mind. Lacey, it's wild, mind. right? Yeah, it, it's definitely wild. Can you tell us what made you get into more, just like you said before, um, project management? I know you're in a new role. I'm definitely not trying to pivot you back, but I know you're expert in it. So can you tell us a little bit more as far as just how, how did you come into all of that? It, honestly, it was just something I fell into. I actually had this realization, uh, I want to say it was yesterday, that I'm really good at connecting people. Um, I seem to be sort of a neutral person, and I've always been that way my whole life. Like, my friend group was varied, and it made parties real awkward, you know, for my birthday, it'd be like, this kind of person and this kind of person and this kind of person, but they were all my friends. Right. And so I have recently become 
the contact person for touring bands in Spokane, like recently, um, the VIP coordinator for the Smashing Pumpkins text me, how did you get my number? And she's like, hey, do you know anybody in Spokane who wants to work the VIP section for me? And this has been all summer was getting hit up by these bands. Um, And it's so funny. It's like, I'm, I connect people. So I found people for her. And I just realized, like, I did that at work, too. I took, you know, this group of a team and this group of a team, and I was their communication. So communication is one of my strong suits because I, well, and I was a bartender for years, still am actually just part-time because I love the social aspect of it. But I just have this ability to communicate with all different types of people. And it's something that really brings me joy. So I've been able to make these connections. And just yesterday I was thinking about it. I was like, that's really cool. Like there's (laughs) not, I don't think there's a lot of people out there who can just talk to anybody and go, you know what? You should talk to this person because you have mutual interests. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I find really fascinating and super cool. It's crazy how the brain works. Like, it's just crazy. Like you were saying earlier when you were talking about clarity and how when you set your mind to do something and focus on it, it's kind of like the universe just gives it all back to you. And you're, but you have to be clear on what you want, like, or what you're trying to accomplish. And, And when we're talking about time management and how to manage your time, if you're sitting down and you're trying to, you know, clarify or have clarity, I think that's one of the first things that you have to, um, understand. And some people don't, um, how did you get so good at just knowing how to manage your time? And when we talk about managing your time, I said clarity. And another thing I've said, and this is just me, um, is a calendar. Like you said, putting it down on paper and writing it. That's what I mean when I say a calendar, whether it's an agenda, a planner, whatever you use. I know I'm really big on that. My daughter's always like, mom, you about to get your planner for next year? I'm already looking. Like, I'm like, yeah, because that's like exciting for me. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. I bought mine back in August. I use this really beautiful planner and... I want to say it's called like lifestyle design or I'll, I'll send you the, the brand yes. of it, but gorgeous. It's got all these cool, there's like quotes on every page and it does have like your top three, which mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of writing down the things I have to do during the day. Got my top three and then I have my other to do's if for nothing else, but the little hit of dopamine I get from just checking it off. Oh. But yeah, the clarity, I mean, I I will say I was not good at that uh, for a very long time. Like growing up, I feel like I wasn't getting that clarity. And that was something that I definitely fine tuned by going uh, into Money Mind Academy with Sean Croxton and then doing the book club was learning that you need to be really clear. Because I would have like broad goals like, oh, I want to do this. (laughs) Okay, by what time? And what's the salary you want to make and how are, you know, not how are you going to do it, but just getting really specific with things. It would just be like, ah, I'm going to do this. Okay. (laughs) Go into detail on it. I didn't realize realize how much of the book club made me even better at time management just because of 
like you said, the book we read and how um, it dissects the brain and how the brain plays so much of a function. And when we wake up in the morning, instead of rushing to, um, you know, the urgency, like I got to do it, I got to do it. We need to think about what's most important. Like you said, the first three goals of the day or of the week and not writing it down, not committing to it, putting it on a calendar is really just a dream or just you just saying it in your head because like you said we have you said you had broad um things you wanted to do and i did too because if you asked me something i would be like um well i know i don't want this but sometimes i think i was just scared to say it um yeah me, it, yeah like just say it out loud i think since i've got laid off lacy and then like me going taking that time uh you know getting my head together and then i did um get another job position but before i got the job position lacy i was like uh no i don't want this job no i'm not taking this job and my mama was like girl you can't be you can't be turning down no job what's wrong with you you don't have one i said yes i can <laughs> Yeah, you know, that I that was my approach when looking for a new job too. I was very discerning with the company descriptions and mm -hmm. I, I I like to think of it as like going on a dating website and just swiping left. Like you can see the little red flags in there mm -hmm. and you just go, "Ooh, no, that's like, that's know. not the type of company I want to work for." And by doing that, I got really specific about the type of company culture I wanted, the type of salary I wanted, the type of position. I wanted something that would allow me to keep learning in my role and growing. And once I got more specific with what I wanted, I even, it's so funny. I wrote it down uh, on a little piece of paper and I set it where I see it every single day, new job with this salary, this kind of culture by December 1st, and I just started November 7th. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, my got it. I got it before my deadline. <laughs> there were times that I was like, ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna make this goal, but it happened. And it just, it was something that just kind of, I don't want to say fell into my lap because I still had to work really hard to get it, but right. it was an opportunity that just happened to present itself after I had been looking for jobs and not really applying for anything because. I didn't find one that made me go, yes, this is the one. Right. So when you said that, that just made me think of my last C, which was commitment. Like you committed yourself to reaching that goal. Like even though you didn't, you might not have thought, oh, wow, I'm going to get it. You know, by the date that you put down, you committed to writing it down, putting it on paper um, having clarity of what it was that you wanted by researching the company or, or just in life general. And then look how the universe unfolded it and God presented it to you. Like when you said that, you gave me goosebumps. Um, I was just like, oh my gosh, this stuff is real. My sister-in-law used to tell me this a long time ago about manifestation or just um, even how, you know, we're about to do... Um, the, uh, you know how people do the boards. The the I can't think of the name right now, but you know it's about to be a new year, and they do the boards. Whereas oh, like vision boards. Vision boards. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, fun! I didn't even think about doing that for next year. I love that idea. Yes, I do it every year with my kids because I used to um I used to go somewhere and a lady 
presented it to me one day and then my kids started wanting to do it. Um, and so when it gets around this time, like around December, around Christmas time or a little bit after, we'll just start getting books and magazines around the house and posters and coloring it. And let I let them say and do whatever they want to do. But I think, like you said, when you even at a young age, my daughter is manifesting stuff or being because of you guys like this community to me is just still everything Lacey. um sometimes i'm like I okay agree. yes sometimes i'm like okay sean what you about to do next or are you gonna put us back on an email <laughs> i know i wish i wish the book club would just be like okay that was a nice break i miss it because right. I miss you guys so much, but yes. you know, I still have my little accountability group on signal with Ray, Juliet, Chris Hernandez and um, Tasha. I mean, there's, there's several, I'd love to add you to it if you'd like. Yes, please, please do. Like I'm always about being around like-minded people and, and I know you guys are rocking it out and I'm always looking for y'all and even just meeting people that maybe I didn't get to connect with in book club because when I came into book club I came into it when we were reading um personality isn't permanent uh by Dr. Benjamin oh, Hardy yeah. and it's girl that book to me, I, I, I love it, that book I've read it three times because I'm like every time I go back and read it I always find something different that I didn't see before and I didn't even realize that as I'm reading and as I'm involving and reading, not just the books we've read, but other books too with personal development, how much growth has happened, you know, just with the both of us. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, in your new role, how do you plan to use time management knowing that you're in a completely different role and you're pivoting, which you're going to rock it anyway, but what is it something oh, that you can share? That, that you plan on using as you go into your new career? Well, the first thing I did um, this last week was my first week. And I asked people, how do you start your day? What does your day look like? I looked at shared calendars and I looked at how people were blocking off their time, spending their time. How are they managing it? Um, and because the company I work for has a lot of newer technology, there's so many time management apps and I'm so excited. I found Microsoft to do, which is a to-do list and it is integrated with my Outlook email. So if I flag something in my email inbox, it adds it to my to-do list automatically. And I was like, what is this technology? It's wow. amazing. I and then there's planner. Yeah. It's super cool. Look at us geeking out over apps for time <laughs> management. Oh my gosh, the to-do list. But it's so cool. And you can get it on any of your devices. So I was like sold downloading that. Um, the planner app is really cool. Uh, okay. That is kind of a to-do list, except you can separate stuff out into little buckets. Mm -hmm. So you have your, your topic here and then your little steps, which great for breaking down steps because right. then if something seems overwhelming, you break it down into little chunks, which has been hugely important for me. I don't know about you. Do you get yes. overwhelmed when things seem too big? That's why I was going to ask you when you do get overwhelmed because we're all human. We all get overwhelmed depending on what we have on, whether it's in our work life or our personal life. How do you manage your time when you are overwhelmed with both, like a balance of work and, and home? 
Honestly, breaking stuff down has been huge for me. There mm. is this gentleman on Instagram that I watch. His name is Matt Rakelboom, and he is an ADHD, um, I want to say advocate, but he's also uh, a teacher mm -hmm. um, of how to deal with life with ADHD. Now, I'm not diagnosed, but I relate very heavily to these reels that I've been watching. And he talks about Say you're unloading the dishwasher and you do. I hate unloading the dishwasher, but he says, just put away one knife. <laughs> yeah, me too. Dishes, not my forte, but I do them anyway because I don't like dishes in the sink. No, so it's a weird no. cycle. <laughs> but he says, start with putting away one knife. If you only put away one knife, come back later, put away a spoon. However, if you're going to put away one knife, most likely you're going to put away the rest of the stuff. So that's been my approach. Just start with one knife. Just start with one spoon. Just start with something small. And then most likely you're going to keep going off of just that one thing. Maybe you're completely exhausted during the day and that's all you can handle. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You're not going to be productive all day, every day. I love that you said that because I deal with, I have really bad anxiety, Lacey. So sometimes when things are overwhelmed for me, I'm always trying to remember the techniques that I've learned to how to manage my time or whatever I'm dealing with. But you know, when you're in the moment, that stuff is not clicking. Well, not for me anyway. I really just have to breathe or figure it out. Like you said, take one thing, put it away, come back to it, do one thing, one project, come take it away, come back to it. Um, and like now with me about to go into a new position and um, actually I've been remote for three years and I'm not remote anymore. I'm hybrid and I'm, oh, wow. I have so many mixed feelings about that. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm excited because I get to meet people. Um, I haven't really yeah. met a lot of people since I've been here. So I'm, I'm a little social book. So I like to meet and mingle and see what's going on in the city. But then also I like to be home too, where I can roll over, put on some jogging pants and <laughs> get on my computer and go about my day. But see, now all of my kids are in school, which is amazing. Like I'm like, yeah. I didn't realize Lacey how, how much more time I have back for myself now that all of my kids are in school. And I'm like, my youngest is in pre-K. And I'm like, I am done. Y'all keep having all these babies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Brittany is done. <laughs> it's Brittany's time. Like, I started young. And yeah, like, you deserve that. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. My mom was like, they still got to grow up. I said, I know they growing up. They growing up and out. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, so, you're going to set them up to be very responsible and prepared adults. So you don't have to worry about them growing up too quickly because you're like, they're going to be great on their own. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. And I'm just I'm just learning people like me that deal with anxiety or if there's something that you can say, that's what I usually say at the end of my of my show. You know, I'm always trying to heal us our inner child and and talk about real life conversations um if you could say anything about time management to people that are struggling doesn't matter their age their race whatever was it something that you can give to the audience like a message to people to manage their time better celebrate your wins 
That is something that I always forget to do. And I'm so thankful for having a community of growth-minded individuals to remind me that I'm still progressing. And sometimes you can't see that yourself. So when you have other people who can reflect that back to you, it's amazing. And you can go, oh my gosh, I'm not dead in the water. I am still moving. That's hugely important. So celebrate your successes, no matter how big or small they are, because if you just keep moving the goalposts without celebrating that, you're going to burn out. And then so important to have a community of people who support you and want the best for you and want you to grow because that is how you become successful is not hanging around with people who are jealous of you or secretly wanting you to fail. Like having people like you in my life has been such a game changer for me. And knowing that I can come to you and talk to you and we can have conversations like this, like it's energizing. Like I want to go out and do more and I'm excited and I'm excited for you and congrats on your new job. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to hear what's your advice. Oh, gosh. To somebody who's learning to manage their time, I would tell them to breathe. (laughs) I would tell them that would be the first thing I would tell them to do is to breathe. Um, And see, you know, all of us sometimes struggle with clarity, but I think that's a really big thing. That's why I wanted, that's why I talked about it so much at the beginning. Um, seek clarity and, and however you need to do that, find that. Um, if you don't know what you want, sit still with yourself and it'll come to you. Um, figure it out, write it down, write it down. Um, and cause right, I write down everything, Lexi. So I'm going to always tell somebody, please put it to pen, put it to pen. <laughs> Notes of things that I wanted to hit while we were chatting came to my mind last weekend and Yes. yes, I kept saying so that. Wise. I was like, you should see my notebook for today. My husband was like, okay, are you going to say all of that? I said, I just need to make sure that I'm putting, like, I'm right. I'm saying what I need to say so people could know how to manage their time. <laughs> yeah. And so. you've had great ideas. And it's really interesting to see how you manage your time, too. Oh, gosh. Like, even... That's the really big thing for me, like I said, just writing it down. My, that's why I'm excited that you even tell me about the planner because having a planner for me is a big thing because I have kids, I have a husband, I have a grandfather that I still have to take care of. Even though I'm in Houston, I'm still paying his bills. I'm still responsible for him. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes things get missed. And if I don't if I don't write it down or put it on like auto like pay this auto because <laughs> yeah that's great advice too yeah if you can if you can put something on auto like as far as with your bills or or whatever um and 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 that helps you then do that if you can delegate a task i did learn that by being with you guys if you can get in a position to where you can delegate something to somebody else please do that because that'll help you and then stop worrying so much about the the small things um that we sometimes get misconstrued with or our minds go here or go there with that's my fault sometimes i'm i'm starting to 
sound out the noise, Lacey. It's a lot of noise around me sometimes. And so whether it's social media, my family, um, my kids, whatever, like <laughs> sometimes I just, just silence it all so that I can seek that clarity. That would be my advice. I know I said a lot, but that's what I would say. <laughs> I mean, it all, it all is good to put out there because then people can pick what works for them. Now, would you, do you think that self-care is also an important part of that? It's a big part of that. And let me be honest, I'm not the best when it comes to taking care of me first. And that is something that I am trying, not trying, I am changing slowly, but surely. Like, you know, I, I get on my husband when I spaz, I'm like, okay, this is because I got too much going on on me. So you need to figure it out what y'all going to do or however you're going to do it. I don't care. I don't want to always be the one in control. Um, and so sometimes self-care for me, I think I just want to tell the audience, it's a really big thing. It's a please take care of you first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you agree. Can't take care of you. How can you take care of everybody? How can you manage your time and the company's time and whoever else you're responsible for if you don't take care of you first? Like, yeah, avoiding burnout, getting mm -hmm. sick, mm -hmm. um, even just happiness levels, even going for a walk or having some time at the gym, but having fun. I think yes. people, we get to a certain age where we just we don't really have fun anymore. And that's been something that I've been trying to focus on this year is just doing something because it's fun. It doesn't yes. have to be for any productive purpose, but you know, like this is so weird that I go through phases of where I love jogging. That's not weird. <laughs> and, but I like for it. me, it is. I used to be the person who's like, the only way I'm running is if a zombie is chasing me, you know, but like now I go, oh, I want to go. And just do it to do it, not because of any time or right. I just want to listen to some music and mm -hmm. tire myself out I or go, to, that, go like, to the craft store and look around. Yeah, I, see, that's your happy place. Um, and I love that you said <laughs> that because I couldn't always jog. I actually build up the endurance to jog um, or even to run because I dislocated my patella. And when I run, yeah. it's just I had to build it back up. And so I started walking every day and then I started jogging and I used to look at people like, why is she jogging? Like, <laughs> but I realized how much joy it's been giving me because like I'm jogging. Like when I'm seeing myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am really out here jogging with the rest of them. Hey, how are you? I'm always here. Or, and it, it, it gives me my me time. My husband knows like, he knows if I haven't jogged or walked today because I'm a little, he was like, uh, did you go yeah. walk? Did you go jog? Like, <laughs> do you need to go walk or jog? Because sometimes I might need one or two. Um, just, just to reset because that's my me time. And I, like I said, being around you guys, being around like-minded people, being around people that's not jealous and, and, and celebrate each other's gains. You guys used to like on a level, Lacey, really, y'all would push me. I'd be like, okay, Ron doing this. Okay, Lacey doing this. Okay, Sean, Brittany needs to, you know, it would just, it would give me that momentum to be like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do that. And not in a yeah. jealous way, but in a, like a supportive way. 
Um, so when you said being around a, a community of like-minded people and that wants to see each other grow, I think that is so, 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 so big. Um, and I think that even, even having fun, like I told my husband, I was like, we are young. Like we are supposed to keep having fun. My, my family used to get on me a lot about that lace. They'd be like, you know, when my birthday coming around, they'd be like, oh, she going somewhere. My mama try to be funny. Like, where are you going to Paris? I'm like, no, like, but yes. that's the only time I get to do something. Like, I mean, I don't get to go out every weekend or get to do something every weekend without the kids. So that's just a big thing to me that I do every year. So, so celebrating yourself. That. Yeah. Celebrating yourself is, is a really big thing. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. And before yeah. we go, um, yeah. I also have a quick question when you were talking about the book club group and then seeing what everyone else was doing. I don't know if you have the same experience, but when I would individually talk to people and they would be like, oh my gosh, you're doing all these things. And I really wanted to talk to you because you have all your stuff together. And I was like, yeah. what? Right. I look at you and feel the same way, you know? So <laughs> did you ever have, I know this is something I continually struggle with and I'm really trying to, I'm so much better at it, but imposter syndrome has always been a part of my life. Mm -hmm. Not so much as it used to be. Thank you to our community of people. Right. But it does creep in once in a while. Like, how do you deal with that? Oh, Lacey, you are putting me on the spot today. And I love it because <laughs> it's, it's intriguing. It's, it's making my brain, like my juices flowing. Um, I deal with imposter syndrome a lot, especially like, you know, with the with the podcast and, and talking about things that I've experienced. I'm not just reading a book and getting up here and trying to talk about it. I'm really trying to give, you know, real life situations. But um, I just remember that everybody is human and that um, there's nobody that got their shit together. Like nobody, like everybody's dealing with something. And it might be that other people are dealing with it better in like in the limelight in front of you but when you get behind closed doors you would be shocked you know especially like with social media um sometimes social media can make you feel like somebody is just doing so much so much grand stuff like oh my gosh like they're doing this they're doing that but look at me or or i'm not doing this right or she's you know doing this in her element but i just had to learn to like i said before um Stop watching everybody else and stay in my lane. That's a really big thing to me. And then, and then learn from the experts. Um, actually, that too. Um, and always reading. Uh, but I think with the imposter syndrome, I think that's something that as I'm growing, it's gonna always creep back in. I just have to uh, remind myself of who I am, who God made me, and what I'm doing mm -hmm. is not. I'm not being an imposter. I'm really giving it to you the, the real way. So I just, you know, talk back myself, talk like, Brittany, girl, you got it going on. Like, I'll do all of that and affirmation yes. and gratitude. And that's how I deal with imposter syndrome. Just taking a moment to step back and asking myself, is it true? That's a big thing to me all the mm. time. I'm like, okay, Brittany, is this true? Or your brain just, what the hell is your brain up there doing? Because sometimes... <laughs> Yes, Lacey, sometimes even like being in this house, that's why I'm glad that I'm going back into the real world because sometimes being in the house, my depression kicks in a lot. And I'm like, or mm -hmm. 
or I'm thinking too much, or like I said, something creeps in and makes me think that I'm not who I am or I'm being an imposter. So just, just taking a step back and asking myself, is it true, is a really big thing that I do when that creeps in. That's great advice. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's something that as we're growing, you know, um, it's something that we're always going to have to deal with. But when you start being mindful of mm. what thoughts are coming into your head and, and actually, uh, you know, just being able to delegate, OK, that's not real. That's not true or or whatever. Then I think that's how you get past that. That's just my opinion. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah. what, what book did we read where it was talking about? naming the voice that is your imposter syndrome and telling it to shut up or telling it it's not true because that was a total game changer for me. Uh, I don't know. I can't, I, I I can't remember, I'm, but. P Serene Pillay is, 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 is coming up in my head for some reason and I can't even remember what book it is, but now when I get off the phone with you, I'm going to go. We'll remember it. <laughs> I mean, that's a testament to how many great books we've read that, you know, we just go, it was one of the amazing books we read, but it really was. I, we had some, yeah. we had some good books. We had some tension books. Me and, you know, we had all, but I loved it. I loved the different, I loved everything we talked about. Even if it was something that I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like this book. It was funny because when me and, when I was trying to get Teresa on, Teresa, I said, you are such a Gemini because she was giving me hell, Lacey. She was like, nope, I'm not reading. We're not talking about that book. I didn't like that book. Nope, we're not <laughs> talking about that book. <laughs> I love how steadfast she is. That's one of, one of the things I always admired about her. But I want to tell you, too, before we go, that I really admired how neutral you were in the book club. Um, and, and talking to you today, it, it makes sense with everything you're saying as far as with your background and what type of person you were growing up and what type of culture you come from and just being, um, having different type of friends because I'm the same way. Um, I have, I, I've always been around different type of people. And so when I try to bring them together, it's like, sometimes it's kind of weird because it's like, okay, now why do you talk to her? Or why do you talk to her? Um, but it. I have different relationships with different people because of what I'm, you know, either what we have in common or just growing together with that person. Um, That's what I was going to say. I think that is because um, our personalities are not permanent, right? You know, we are right. open to taking in new information and adding that to our canon, mm -hmm. you know? We go, oh, that's a great idea. I'm not so set in who I am as a person that I can't learn something else that could benefit me and go, nope, this is who I am. I'm not going to take that information. I'm like, this will make my life easier. This will help me with goal setting. Yeah, totally. Add that to in. my lexicon. Yeah. I and I think, I think that's probably why we experience stuff like that. We are more than willing to I'm doing this flow, <laughs> flow in our human flow. form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely supposed to flow as humans, like water. We're supposed to flow. And I love that uh, when I meet you and just you guys and, and, and you come, we've come from different backgrounds. So we learn from each other. Like 
How mm-hmm. can you expect somebody to know what you come from when they experience something totally different growing up? You know, yeah. and I'm learning that. I'm learning that. I'm learning to respect people and respect their background and their culture and, and take them for who they are or don't deal with them at all. <laughs> Again, great advice. <laughs> but yeah, but Lacey, okay. So at the end, I like to um, let the people know where they can find you. And I know you told us at the beginning, but please share it again. Where can we find you at on social media? I am only on Instagram. So my art page is at alchemy of embers because I'm a pyrography artist. So I do wood burning and then all the crafts in there. I mean, I do a little bit of everything. So I, I love posting videos, even if it's not something I'm selling, just putting it out there for people to enjoy the process. And then my personal account, if you love cat pictures, you might like following me. It's at let's L-E-T-S underscore alchemist. You might be seeing a, seeing a theme here of alchemy being a huge part of my life. I love to just invoke a little magic into it so there's there's the theme of alchemy going through I all of my socials that. do you want to elaborate a little bit more on that what made you I've, I've been noticing that about you what what made you get into that or what's the pattern with that or do you want to share a little bit about that before we go i was actually raised wiccan Um, And so I was always drawn to that as a kid, just um, being really into nature and respecting the earth and finding that things kind of feel like they have their own spirit and should be respected. And like, I'm totally one of those people who will go forage for herbs because they're medicinal and, you know, learning how to make things like I just love I think there's something so magic about being human, about having this beautiful nature, huge fan of trees, which (laughs) I mean, I love trees. They make me happy. I got my little tree tattoo here. (laughs) My runes. It's just anything that it really just lights me up and anything that makes me feel really connected to my ancestors, the past, and just the the oneness. Mm -hmm. We got our Tars fields out here Mm -hmm. that we're just like sharing energy with everyone and everything. And I I like having that connection with it. Gosh, I love, I love that you shared that. And I love your tattoo too. I can see you at work. I see the edgy Lacey. I definitely see it. It's there. (laughs) But guys, make sure you go like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Go find Lacey. Lacey is amazing. She has an amazing spirit. She's doing amazing things. Um, and and I'm so honored to to have you today. Before we go, I like to do random questions. Um, and the question that I'm going to ask you is, uh, what am I? I have a skirt at the bottom and I get chopped every year. Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> and, another, <laughs> and another one would be... Um, Let's see. If something has to go at the dinner table, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. What would be something that you would say you don't really care for? Would it be turkey, ham? Stuffing. Hands down. Well, I used to, but now I have a gluten allergy, right? So I can't even eat it. But yeah. You said that so fast. Pumpkin pie, not going. 
Pumpkin pie is not going anywhere. If we have nothing else, we're keeping the pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin oh, pie. I and love... the mashed potatoes. <laughs> and the mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, boy. So I, I'm also that. Irish heritage, so I love I love my potatoes. <laughs> oh, I, I, I bet they're delicious. My kids, they love potatoes, too. I'm like, <sighs> okay, we'll do mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving. You know, we come from different cultures, so my husband's like, why are we doing mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving? Really? <laughs> I'm like, the kids like it. He's looking at me like, okay, I guess, whatever. Like, because you already have so much on the table. But I love, it's funny, I love stuff. And so it's funny that you said that because my brother, he hates stuff. He, <laughs> he's always like, why do you make that? I'm like, well, don't eat it. <laughs> or if people put raisins in it. That's what kills uh... it for me. No, no raisins. <laughs> why are you doing raisins. that? Lacey, we don't put raisins in our stuff. <laughs> I would much rather, my mom used to make cornbread Ooh. and we would do that instead of rolls. And oh my gosh, I, I'll huge fan bread. Of I don't know if that's good or bad, but. Um... <laughs> yeah, that meme of Oprah with the bread. Oh, that's me. <laughs> love it. Can't eat it, but I love it. Right. And the last question I'm going to ask you is, if there's something that you can share, I like being spicy at the end that you've done that's crazy in public. Um, what is it something that you could share with the audience that you would like to share? You know, the first thing that came to mind is that every year around the holidays, I used to go to the mall downtown and hold up a sign that said free hugs because I am a big like, I know that depression and suicide is more like the rates of that are higher during the holidays. So my way of combating that was to try and just give as many people free hugs as they wanted to. And I would wear a shirt that said free hugs. I tried to recruit people. Sometimes I'd get people. Sometimes I'd just be standing there alone and I would just give hugs all day long and candy canes. I bought candy canes. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm going to take your hug today. Um, it's the holiday time and I always get mushy around the holiday time. My grandparents are gone, been gone for two years. And so this, this time for me is we're, we're, we're celebrating new traditions. So I'm always just like, Oh, I miss my family. So, so thank you for doing that because you don't know people, you know, they probably appreciate that. Even if you don't think that you're touching somebody, at least one person I bet is appreciating that you go out there and do that. Even though you say it's crazy, it's not crazy to me. I love that you do that. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love it too. Yes. Keep that spirit, Lacey. It was definitely great talking to you today. Guys, we are signing out with episode number 51 with Truth Be Told podcast with Lacey Hurt. How to manage your time. You guys have a good evening. Thank you, Lacey. Thank you.